What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, man? So, we got news today, today being Thursday, about the Pokemon Players Cup kickoff invitational special invitational tournament thing they did. They're... The whole thing was, like, if you win this Invitational, you get a spot in the Players' Cup Final in August. Well, they've already played it. <laughs> but we don't know that, because it's not going to be broadcasted until the 20th. Yeah, next, this coming weekend. So, Which, so the, because it's broadcasted over two days, is what it looks like. 20th and 21st. I'm assuming we're going to get every match. Oh, yeah. I would be, I mean, especially with it only being eight players, I would be very surprised if it's not, you know, you get all seven matches or whatever it is. So it's four, two, and then one. Yeah. If it's, it's, if if it's it single is, elimination. If it's single elimination. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It could be round robin, like, the start, and then, like, groups of four round robin with each mm-hmm. other, and then the top two from each of those get paired, and then finals and whatnot. Who knows, man? Could be that way. I, I would not be surprised if it's a round robin, like. Yeah, and so fours. just a top eight bracket. Because top eight bracket, that's not a lot of matches. If you're, um, especially if you're broadcasting for two days, you can play. Be, you play top eights at big tournaments in, in a couple hours. I yeah. two hours. It could be top eight with double limb. Could be. Who knows, man? They could have a double elimination bracket and do all that, but uh, we do have a player list. The eight players that were selected for the special invitational. Um, think I have all their Twitter handles somewhere. I think it's on my phone. Oh, that's not your phone sitting directly in front of you? No, it is not. That is my old one. See, I was close. Um, so we have... I am going to butcher these names. That's fine. Alright, cool. They'll, they can yell at you. Uh, so we have Alessio Yuri Boschetto uh, from Italy, Alex Gomez from Spain, Ashton Cox from the U.S., uh, Eduardo Cunha, 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 yeah, right the first. Okay, from from Portugal, uh, Graham Amity from Australia, James Beck from the U.S., uh, Marcus Strader from Germany, and Wolfgang from the U.S. as well. So, um, I follow all the U.S. players here. Um, Edu is. Obviously, very popular as well. A lot of lot of technical work that they've put out. Um, the rest of them, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm. I mean, obviously, they're very very skilled players to be invited to this event. Yes. So, um, any what 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 do we know about this other than hey, here's eight players that played a tournament. Um, we know most people know James Bake and Wolfie Glick. They are very avid on Twitch. Uh, Ashton Cox streams a little bit. I played him at Collinsville. Yeah, I, I lost to him because I forgot uh, forgot that Jellison gets Trick Room. <laughs> and I had told you that. What? Yeah, afterwards. No, before that too. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> um, if you don't know who Edu is or Eduardo is, then you don't watch. BGC on Twitch at all. He's usually ranking up at the top of that list when you click on whatever Pokemon game is popular for BGC at the time. And has been for quite a while. Yeah. Um, Yuri, I know you kind of mentioned Yuri. I can't remember his, their Twitter handle. Um, I know I could see their face. And if I could pull up their face, 
I will and put it on the video so people can see who it is. <laughs> but I, I can I can see their face. I have watched them play. I can't remember their Twitter handle. Save my life. You're you're on your own on this one, man. I mean, I am on Twitter, but but most of my timeline is just like garbage. I was gonna use you know yes. Let's go with garbage. <laughs> Let's go with garbage. Are we? How long into this recording are we? About six minutes. Yeah, but how much of that is getting cut out? <laughs> like the first minute. All right, so mine is a bunch of shit posts. <laughs> That's, I, had to, I had to wait until the YouTube says I can cuss, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, Alex Gomez is very popular. Uh, I don't know who Marcus is. Marcus Stadler is uh, one I don't recognize. And Graham Amity is another one I don't recognize, like, right off the top of my head. If you put pictures in front of me, I'd probably say, oh, I've seen them before. Like, watching, like, I just I just absorb all the VGC content I can, and I've probably seen them somewhere. But uh, I could not tell you, like, right now, looking at their names, I can't tell you who they are. Yeah, um, you're on your own on this one, man. I, I got a whole lot of nothing. Evidently, I'm not following them on Twitter. I am now. <laughs> Congrats. Oh, I found it. found all their Twitters. Um, yeah, it's Yuri. Yuri VGC is... I was like... If I click on him, you'll, you'll recognize him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like I said, like the minute I click on him and find his face, you're like, oh, snap, right there. Yeah. Uh, we don't... Uh, Pokey Ale- Alex Gomez is Pokey Alex. I recognize that yep. one. Uh, EMBC EDU, however you want to, whatever you want to go, whatever he wants to go by. Uh, Graham Amity, who are you? I don't recognize this person. Nope. But I see Wolficlick up on stage and his. I'm I'm banner. following him on Twitter now. So. Well, the Little Root Lessons channel is now following him as well. Cool. I'm just gonna follow all of them. It's nice that they put them all in one place for me. I believe I'm already following Ashton. I am. I, I know that much. I believe we are. I think when, when I set up the account, I, I was following him, so. Uh, James Bake, we're already following. Yep. Uh, Is it Bake or Beck? Beck, Bake, I don't know. I've always said Beck because I thought that's what he said in YouTube. Might be. Who knows? Marcus James, if you're listening, Stadler. please please tell me, because I would like to know. We would like to know. Yeah, we both like to know. I've been watching you at work all the time, because you just happened to stream VGC on, like, the last half of my shifts at work when I work during the day, and no one's there to get on me when I'm on my phone during the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could just, like, I could have him on while I'm prepping stuff or doing something, so it's nice to just, like, unwind and watch. Uh, Marcus, I have no idea who Marcus is. Um... Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, Wolfie Click, of course. Avid YouTuber. Rising Twitch streamer. Recently made that his full-time gig. Yep. It was within the last six months or so. Yeah, started. within the last six months, which picked a heck of a time to start. <laughs> I think I think he switched over right before we started. Yep. In all actuality. Yep. Uh, right before Collinsville. Which is right before we started doing all this. Um, but yeah, so we don't know the winner. We don't know anything other than, hey, here's eight players who played the tournament. 
here's eight players that played the tournament. Away. <laughs> you don't know. We don't know who won what. We don't know how. Or we, we don't know the structure. We we know a tournament was played, and they will. I'm assuming you know have a uh, non-disclosed uh, non-disclosed disclaimer and all that stuff. That yeah, they've got an NDA they can't talk yeah. about. So uh, we'll talk about that probably the week after next. Yeah, after it's streamed. After we get to watch it, maybe break it down, talk about it. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun episode. Next week is going to be great because we get to talk. We get, we get DLC. <laughs> we actually, we get an official list of all the released mods. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so really, time. really excited about next week. Same. Um, so, team of the week? Yeah, let's jump into team of the week. We have a really, really nice uh, team of the week set up here. Um, so, this one's going to be a little bit of a long one. Uh, we got from Kaizen in our Discord, which is a new edition. Uh, yeah, fairly, fairly new. And I think he's been there about a month now. Yeah, gave us a really good uh, team report. And I, this structure is really well done, too. I like the, I like the PowerPoint setup. I like this so, a lot. Um, just really, just very quickly jumping in here. Um, this is kind of something that the Discord has worked on in the past. Yep. That he has just kind of adapted and gone over. So, um, we have Chandelure, Mudsdale, Corviknight, Ribombi, Grimmsnarl, and Gastrodon here. Um, obviously, we're going to go over basically this entire PowerPoint and actually talk about what's going on, who's doing what, yep. et cetera, et cetera. All so. 18 pages of it. Well, all right, we covered the first one. Yep. The, the second, second one is the, the table of contents, content. so we've covered that one. Yep. Because I'm assuming you're going to link this down in the show notes as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to link, I'm gonna cool. link the drive uh, file for sure. I'm going to probably have the PokePaste linked below as well, just so people don't have to sit there and they can just direct go into it. Uh, the cool part is is we've got, like, hard battle results as well. Yeah, so uh, made it to top 32 on Showdown at one point. Made it in top 32 of the Rose Tower Open number 3. And number 2 in... The Risebane Buzzwells doing Showdown Monthly. Uh, Plays second in it back in... Uh, I actually don't have a date on this one. There's no date on that one. Uh, but they are... It's it's decent. It's significant. Yeah. For sure. I mean, 19 players, but that one's hosted by... I mean, the Risebane Buzzwells, which I believe is an actual team. Yeah. I, I could be wrong about that, but... Um, we also have, like, results from the May... The May IC place, you know, ELO of sixteen thirty one, pretty decent. Top twenty five, top twenty three hundred there, which yeah. is really good for an IC in general. Um, going through this, uh, they went from about high fourteen hundreds they said to about eighteen oh three, and then. Peaked at 1883 on Showdown, so... Which is I mean, 32nd. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's a win rate of almost 69%. So. Yeah, that's real good. That's real good win that's rate. real nice. Um, looking through the rest of this, uh, I can tell you right now that the more you play as a team, the better you are going gonna to get with the Oh, team. for sure, for sure. And so it's like part of it is just like... If it's a good team, it'll carry it to probably about 1700, 1750. And by that time, you should be practiced enough with your team that you can get into the 1800s and like and hot above that and shoot for that number one spot. Hell, back when this format first started, you know, I was playing just like, 
I, you know, I reached 1,600 with this team. Either I'm way better than I initially thought or this team actually has, you know, merit. And just like, all right, you know, this team's actually okay. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the concept here is that uh, in, the initial concept is that Mudsdale is good. Uh, Mudsdale has a place in this format and wants to be able to excel. So, um, it its closest comparison is going to be Excadrill, which I mean, it makes sense. Both yeah. are very are fairly high in HP stat, are known for their attack stats, um, but are on opposite ends of the speed speed list pretty yeah. much. But the big thing is, is Mudsdale is extremely bulky compared to. Excadrill. Yeah, what Excadrill loses gets in speed, it loses in defenses, and Mudsdale just picks that up. Yep. Which is pretty pretty straightforward on space. If anybody's looking at the two Pokemon side by side, you can tell that from a normal standpoint. Uh, looking through like weaknesses for Mudsdale, though, it's like you don't have the fire type weakness that Excadrill does. You don't yep. also don't have another ground weakness like your own. Yeah, that's weakness. that's the big thing. Is like in this meta. Like, ground is good, and ground has always been good yeah. here lately in the last several years, so just being able to not have a ground weakness because you're not steel, like, it, because you have lower weaknesses, like, it's good. Yeah. So, um, another notable thing here is if you're using own tempo, you're immune to intimidate, so, like, that, that's a perk. Like, your physical attacker no longer is affected by intimidate. Yeah. Uh, also, Mudsdale swagger strats were... Real popular early on. I mean, I know that's one. that's something you definitely worked on. Yeah, I have the team still. I was going to bring that to Collinsville, and I just I backed out of it because we started working on uh, everything else, Italian, Durant stuff. Uh, but um, so uh, it talks about here how they have the top ten used bonds in Picolytics, um, and breaks down what they can do against Mudsdale. Uh, number one here is Dragapult, which has Dive and Surf. Yeah. I mean... Granted, we don't can, see... We should be able to live both. Yeah. Uh, surf being the only one you're really scared of. Dive isn't used so much. Surf is only if you're on Colossal. Outside of... If they have Colossal on their team. Outside of that, you don't see yeah. Surf like, or it's, Dive. It's very gimmicky. Like, yeah. you, you are aware of that Surf 99% of the time. Yeah, you'll you'll know it when Surf's coming, usually. Um, um, also, was... they didn't mention Dragapult gets Sculpt. Mmm. That's a big Ooh. one. That's what I ran on my Dragapult. I actually forgot about that. Does it get Hydro Pump, too? I don't know about Hydro Pump. I know it gets Sculpt. Does it get Waterfall, Liquidation, anything like that? None of the just, physical ones. Just, just Dive? Okay. It's just, like, Dive's the only physical one, and it's not that good. Um, next one here, like, Togekiss has nothing, Dusclash has nothing, Tyranitar doesn't really have anything, I believe he gets access to Ice Punch, which is super negligible. Like, uh, yeah, that's like, that's not, like... It's not common. It's like, not very common, no. Um, the next one they have is Woodhammer on Mimikyu, which, which can be played, as it, I have seen. It is more common with Lapras being a thing yep. than it was before when Mudsdale first started, but, uh, also notably that... Mudsdale's usually fairly defensively bulky, like, naturally, so Woodhammer doesn't do as much. Also, most of the time you are gigantamax or Dynamaxed, so the Mimikyu is going to KO itself trying to KO you. Yep. 
Um, Excadrill, like, same, kind of the same department as Tyranitar. Like, it doesn't really do anything, and we can deal with it on the backswing. Yep. Um, and Incineroar, same deal. Like, sure, they have Intimidate. If we're on tempo, we don't care. Um, the, the only true answer he has here in the top ten, it looks like, is Hydro Pump from Rogtom Wash. Rogtom's always scary. Yeah, I mean, it has Levitate, so, like, it gets around your stab. Uh, you can't hit it super effectively, because... It resists steel, so max steel spike isn't going to hit it. Body press isn't going to do a ton. Like It does some. I mean, yeah, but... And then rock slide is usually the fourth move, and... Which, I mean, we'll get to attacks here in a second, just yeah. to confirm that, but... Yeah. yeah. We're using close combat. I probably get close combat, too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, if we are own tempo, we want to run close, close combat. Oh, okay. And heavy slam just because we're just like it's just more damage against most fairy types. Um, close combat means we get to hit T Tar really, really hard and extra really, really hard and Cinnamon with two different moves, three different moves. Uh, oh, yeah, like the fire it, it also gives us an out to uh, Rotom. Okay. Like it. I don't know if you've seen Kunkelder hit Rotom with a drain punch at any point in your life. It, it goes does, away. It does a lot. It goes away. And Kukeldar is not much is not much more than Mudsdale. It's not much more. So moving right on here. We uh team building process. One of three, oh boy. So this looks like the first iteration. Um I mean it seems okay. Like this is this is the idea of playing Mudsdale surrounded by Good mons. We have own tempo plus swagger on Grim Snarl, which I believe we have in the final team as well. Yes. I could be wrong. Um, so, it, key observations here, just quickly going over this: uh, Dynamax and Dragapult more than Mudsdale, probably due to lack of speed control. Makes sense. Like we don't have any speed control here. We don't have Thunder Wave on Grim Snarl. We don't have like Tailwind. We don't. Uh, oh, we have Tailwind on Corviknight. I lied. But we're well, that's, a, that's a very slow Tailwind. True. It's not like Whimsicott Tailwind or anything like that. Butterfree Tailwind. Yeah. Like, so, sure, it's there, but it's not our primary, you know, our primary goal. Whereas with Dragapult, we don't need to be controlled because we're insanely fast. We're we're going to do our thing. Like, leading Grimstar or Dragapult here means you, meant you just, like, you get to do your screens things while Dragapult just sets up and blows people up. Which... Honestly, is a good team in and of itself, but isn't like centered around Muzdale anymore. It just doesn't do what the team was want. He was what he was wanting to do with it. Yep, and I mean that basically sums it up. You know, you're he says that choosing leads is a guessing game. Doesn't have a solid plan. Like, I mean, this this all makes sense. Like, this team on paper looks like it's trying to do a lot. Yeah, it's it's very spread out and it's trying to do too much. I feel like which makes, which he I which mean it they figured that out yeah. as well. So. Um, moving to the next slide. Notably, they they uh, made cut for Rose Tower Clash number eight. So we actually talked about this at one point. Um, did we? Okay, cool. yeah, because we had talked about every clash but number but the tenth one. I think. Huh. So, so we've talked about this team before. Interesting. Just didn't know it. Interesting. So. Um, Let's let's talk about building around Mudsdale and covering its weaknesses. So, keeping with the AV Mudsdale, it hits hard, it's extremely bulky, 
I mean, you know, we, we know why we're playing about steel at this yeah. point. So, Grimstone all supports it really well because we have Swagger, so we can actually proc its, its thing. We can ignore, own, like, we ignore Confusion because of our own tempo. We get to just do everything with dual screens so we can actually, like, resist even more. And it helps out the, like, other mons on the team as well when Mudsdale's not good. Exactly. Um, the, the big thing is, like, looking at the top ten, Rotom's a big problem. Like, Rotom Wash can be a problem. Yeah. So bringing in Gastrodon can help mitigate that Rotom damage. As well as just, like, Lapras and, like, what other water monsters we have? We have Gastrodon, like, if they're doing surf shenanigans, um... Primarina. Lapras. Uh, opposing Gastrodon's Jellicence. You know, just my, uh, Milotic. Milotic's the big one. That's the one I'm missing. I'm like, I know there's one I'm missing. Milotic's the one. Is, is, is a horse Primarina now. Yep. So, uh, Rindo Berry on the Gastrodon means it can deal with Dragapult Colossal as well. With Special Colossal, yeah. Yeah, so... Moving right along here, going down to the third page of team building process, we have Corviknight and Chandelure and Robompy. The the things here that we have is that Corviknight uh, checks Grassmons, which threaten not only Mudsdale, but also Gastrodon now. Yep. Even though we have the Rindo Berry, we still need to be able to appropriately answer them. Uh, Flashfire on the Chandelure means that we're ignoring fire attacks going into Corviknight now. Yep. Uh, also eats our Will-O-Wisps when they're trying to Will-O-Wisp our... Uh, oh, that's smart. That's really Any smart. of our physical attackers. Uh, also is a very good threat to Durant without Crunch. Um, and does it... Does it have... Do we have uh, Trick Room on this? Um, I don't know if this set had Trick Room. It, does, it has Trick, not Trick Room. Oh, because we're we scarf. We send the scarf okay. off. Yeah, okay. That makes lock, sense. And lock the trick rumor into trick room. Cool. So, um, and then we have Rabombi with Sweet Veil, uh, which not only stops sleep, but we also have, um, we have Fallen Puffs to be able to heal. We have Speed Swap so we can go turbo fast when need be. And it makes it where Muzzdale can outspeed Charizard if need be, which is really important because otherwise Charizard can go Dynamax, hit you with a max overgrowth, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to take a chunk of damage there for sure. So, uh, moving on, one more slide here. Uh, team details. Mainly focusing here on each individual mod and their sets and how it works. Uh, Muzzdale here is max HP, max attack, four special defense, which I feel like is pretty standard for most Muzzdale anymore. Uh, this one notably is adamant compared to, like, Brave, which I think is just fine. It's because we're not playing Trick Room. Yep, exactly. Like, we, we don't care about Trick Room, so we, why have a lower speed? Yep. Um, so, interesting thing here. Uh, AV, pretty common. Like, no, really no reason to talk about it. But we have, like, damage calcs, which I think this part is insanely, insanely yep. well done here. Um, being able to break down exact damage calcs to be able to... <laughs> comment on what we need to do to be able to beat certain mobs. So, our problem with Rotom Wash, uh, max HP Rotom, which isn't always as common, but is probably, you probably see it about 55% of the time uh, mm -hmm. over the max special attack, max speed. Uh, plus two, 252, Rockfall, has a almost 70% chance to Elko, 
which is really, really close. And with, with sand from Rock Rivals, guaranteed to Oko. Yeah, as long as don't let the weather get set up before sand. So, as long as you Oko the Rotom, which, I mean, you are almost always going to be slower. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm assuming we can live a hit and then be able to Oko it back. Yep. So, our weather's going to be the last thing that's said, even if they go for a Max Geyser. Or um, Notably, it does not... We can't Oko it if it's Dynamaxed? Is that the way you're reading this yeah. as well? Yeah. Uh, if it's Dynamaxed, we deal somewhere between the 40 to 50 range. 55 range, somewhere in there. Yeah, just under 60. About 45 to 55. Um, Oko, Oko, guaranteed Oko on Togekiss. Which... Again, this is all standard non-Dynamax. Um, Lapras, special attack, like 196, special attack, Lapras, Max Geyser, uh, is a, it, with light screen, which is important here, Yeah, is a three, three hit KO. Which is super important. That's real bulky. And Rotom Wash, uh, so if they get the Nasty Plot off, it looks like. If they, they get the Nasty Plot and the Max Geyser... With our light screen up, it is a 3.1 chance to two-hit KOS. Which, that's real low. That is negligible at best. Like, <laughs> you were going to live 97% of the time. Yeah, that is two max rolls, I believe. Yeah, you, you have to roll max into max. Well, max into just under max. You have to roll a 51 and then a 49. <laughs> Jeez, that's insane. Oh, moving on one more time. Uh, so we have the Light Clay Grim Snarl, which I mean, pretty standard. Two forty four HP, four attack, one thirty two defense, one twenty four special defense, four speed. Um, I believe he talks about the four speed in here. Uh, yeah, the EV spread is not really well thought out. Honestly, I just remember trying to balance defense and special defense while putting an extra speed point to outspeed opposing un- uninvested Lapras and Grim Snarls. Yep. Um, Which, that's something I did with mine. Yeah, I mean... I always try to min-max speed all yep, the time. 100%. So, um, we have Spirit Breakers, our only damaging attack here, over Fire Play or Sucker Punch, because um, it's good against opposing special attackers, especially the water, like the bulky water types, um, and can notably hit Dragapult, which, like, Sucker Punch can as well, and Foul Play can as well, but... This is more reliable. Yeah. Um, Follow me has always been the bane of this move, bonds, this this set's existence, though. Yeah, I mean it. It makes sense. Like, yeah, you you want to be able to avoid it, and like when when it comes up, you can properly play around it. Like, you can go for screens instead. Oh, code because you Dynamax and like get rid of their Togekiss, and it's no problem. Like we we have a way around it, so. Um, we have, we have some damage calcs here. I don't really think these damage calcs from, like, Grimstone really matter too much. Uh, notably... Knowing can... how much does a Dragapult is actually really good. I mean, yeah. Like, Spirit Break, Oko's, Hydreigon, which is, I mean... Not, not surprising surprised. at all. Uh, we can almost Oko a Dynamax Hydreigon. That's, that's the impressive part. Yeah. We deal about 75% to Dynamax Hydreigon. Uh, two-hit KO, regular Dragapult, um, Togekiss... Is a guaranteed two hit KO through a crit, notably. Yeah. Without screens up. Yeah. So if you have light screen up, it's what's the percentage? Um, 
It's going to be about 30%. Something like that. 30 to 40%. Um, notably, we need screens to be able to live uh, Max Steel Spice from Duraludon. Which Duraludon has started to see some, pick, some tick up in popularity again, but not super duper worried about it because you can just close combat into that Duraludon ad. And it goes away for It just goes away. Yep. Oh, moving down to this Gastrodon. These are the Gastrodon sets are always the most fun to look at because it's just like, what do they invest in? How do they do they do more defense? Do they do more special defense? Like, what are you expecting? Um, so, notab- notably here, Min Speed Gastrodon outspeeds Min Speed Rhyperior and Trick Room. It's good to know because we can deal with we we deal with Rhyperior on the backswing. Yep. Um, they went for Protect over Yawn, which. I feel like is weird. I mean, it makes sense though. Like this explanation of it being doubled into, um, because it answer it, it checks the opposing mons, so they need to do, be able to deal with it. And because you're so bulky, it has to be doubled into to be dealt with. So just being, just going for protect means that like they have wasted their turn when this comes out. Yeah. Um. Also, Scald over Muddy Water is a big one. I'm, I'm a big proponent of Scald. I have no idea why people run Muddy Water. Oh, I love Scald. Uh, Scald, being able to apply burns, is super important on your bulky Pokemon. <laughs> yep. I, I, I think that is really important. Um, um, notably, like, this is probably a really good, like, one of the key factors in dealing with Dragapult Colossal. Like, yeah. I have a feeling this is one of the like, quintessential backbones of this team to deal with that. It's how you, it's how you uh, try to survive, um, because this Pokemon just absorbs the Surf and then can turn around and blow Colossal up after trying to... to after surviving the uh, max overgrowth. Notably, we have to have Light Screen up to live the max overgrowth. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's fine. You're getting Light Screen up anyway. Um, it's fine because then we just turn around and Oko the Colossal. Yeah. So, <laughs> just be like, I, I'll take that hit, bang. And, yeah. you know, notably, we don't get hit by the Surf. Exactly. So, it has to Oko us with the max overgrowth, otherwise. It can't. There's no physical way it can. If we don't have light screen up with us. Yeah, well, light but screen light again, screen is going to go up yep. if that's, if you yep. see that, if you're expecting that lead, you lead... You lead your prankster mod. Yep. There's no way other way around it. Um. So moving right along, uh, it, I mean, Gastrodon has a non-zero amount to Oko, uh, Dynamax, Rampirier. Cool. Notable there as well. Uh, Corviknight, uh, 148 HP, 100 attack, 4 defense, 60 special defense, 196 speed. Um, that's a lot of speed investment for a slow Pokemon. So. 192 leaves it at 112. Uh, so it's interesting here because it says 192, but in the chart it says 196. So I'm not sure which is actually correct. Um, but it leaves you at 112, which is able to outspeed base 100s after we airstream. Yep. Cool. I mean, that again, doing those exact kind of speed calcs makes perfect sense. Like yeah. min-maxing your speed I is, think it's supposed to be 196. I, I don't know. I would have to pull up Showdown. I don't feel like it. Yep. Keyboard's way over there. <laughs> um, 148 HP gives 192 HP. 
to maximize leftovers and roost. Again, like, these are super, super well thought out. Uh, bulk up's pretty normal. Um, Roost is also fairly normal. Apparently it's the second mode in the team that can catch teams off guard if they're expecting me to go all at them, but still. Makes sense. Like, yeah. if if they're expecting one thing, you're able to counter it with another. Like, I did a lot of... I've done a lot of work with Corviknight just sitting there stacking bulk ups and then you just iron hit something and elko it because you're plus four attack and just been able to hit something really, really hard. Um... Looking at the damage calcs over here, poor Venusaur is just like a coin flip to get Elko'd. Um, Conqueror's guaranteed Oko, which is really important. Yeah. Rotom is a guaranteed two-hit KO on us, as well as Chandelure. So, Notably, the Conkelder, you have to be a plus one, so you have to hit that first bulk up. Yep. Uh, I'm interested to see how much Thunder Punch does to us from a Conkelder. Mm, probably like 6,000%. Um, it is Conkelders we're talking about, so... Yeah. So, there is there is a world where Conkelder gets to hit us. So. Yeah, because, I mean, we, we would otherwise have to set up in front of it, and that seems real scary. That, that's the problem. Uh, moving on down to the Chandelure. Um, Chandelure is pretty standard... 4 HP, max special attack, max speed, timid, choice scarf, uh, heat wave, shadow ball, energy ball, trick. I like having energy ball a lot. I do too. It deals with your bulky water bonds, which could be a problem. Yep. Uh, able to beat up Ferrothorn, Corviknight, Opposing Gastrodon, Rotom Wash, uh, can hit Dragapult really hard. Notably, we have speed Dragapult because of choice scarf. Yep. Uh, able to Oko it. Uh, energy Ball is a guaranteed two hit after Citrus Berry. Heat Wave against Ferrothorn. Uh, 6.3 chance to Oko and will Oko if, Fer- if it's one on one against Ferrothorn. Uh, and. Same with Corviknight. Corviknight's the same way. Uh, two hit unless it's by itself. Uh, Flash Fire is actually really cool. Because I, I guess at this time, Dragapult was running more fire-type attacks. I don't see it as often anymore. Um, it also, like, I mean, you have, like, Flare Blitz from Incineroar into Corviknight, which, like, you could you could predict and switch in on. Um, same with, like, Arcanine and, like, Burn Up slash Heat Wave. Like, yeah. heat, heat Wave is the big one. Yeah. Um, between, like, Nine Tails, uh, you have Eruption from Torkoal, you have... Uh, Max or G Max Wildfire from Charizard. Like there there is quite a few like fire attacks that you can just like switch in, absorb, and call it a day. Um the scary thing here is like standing in front of a Dragapult, yes, we are faster than Dragapult, but if that Dragapult decides to just D Max in front of us, we're we're probably gonna lose Chandler there. Yeah, because we can't Oko through uh Dynamax. Which is unfortunate, but at the same time, it makes sense. Like, we don't want to go big because then we lose our choice scarf and we're going to just get hit. Yeah, so. I, exactly. Like, if you go big, you're, you're doomed if you do and doomed if you don't at that point. If they're yep. dynamic, if, they just, if you're expecting dynamics. Which is when you swagger them and hope they hit themselves. Right. 
Uh, Rabami here is the cool part of this team, being Speed Swap, Protect, Pollen Puff, and Moonblast. Again, max HP, max speed, uh, max special attack, max speed, 4 HP. Timid, pretty much the same EVs as the Chandelure. Um, so, Mudsdale, I get, because Mudsdale's slow, I guess everyone likes to put it to sleep. I, I've never, I didn't usually have a problem with that. I was. I usually worried, burn it. I was more worried about getting burnt than I was about putting it put Which, I mean, notably, Chandelure deals with. Yep. So... Um, it, it's also notable here that, like, once once we get farther into, into this, I, I'll talk about this more, but he was talking about dropping a bomb before something like Raichu. Um, and honestly, after talking to him a little bit at, about it, I would like to see this team with Raichu instead. Um, because notably, Raichu gets not only Speed Swap, but also Fake Out. So yep. we have an additional Fake Out support, which Grimmsnarl actually doesn't have in this set. Yep. So it provides that. Um, we have access to Safeguard. Which does the same thing of the Sweet Veil and yep. the Flash Fire. So it's, it's just another, another utility. Um, we could also Nuzzle for additional speed control. Um, we get access to Helping Hand. So which, which means just to help a lot guarantee. of our KOs actually happen now. Yeah, just help guarantee KOs. Um, because, like, I mean, that's notable for, like, stuff like the Gastrodon, which has a range on KOs. We can just guarantee that KO. Same with Corviknight. Corviknight yeah. had a couple yeah, of ranges, and, and it helps out Corviknight a ton. So, uh, that's something that I've talked about with them, and I would like to see, um, and actually test that theory behind what is good and what makes Rabombi the correct choice. Yeah, and... Yeah, other, really, other other special ones are Serena and Alchemy, who uh, Serena is... What was Serena's ability? It's a... Uh, Queenly Majesty? I thought Queenly Majesty was the one that stopped priority. It does. What's the other one? I don't know. I know Alchemy has a sweet veil. I, I use Alchemy with Lapras all the time. Alchemy's another good one to pair if you're not worried about... If you're not worried about speed swap, Alchemy pairs well because... It does the same thing as Grimmsnarl. It does decorates shenanigans with it instead. Mm -hmm. So it's another way to plus two. Again, has a real hard time with uh, Follow Me, but uh, gets Energy Ball for uh, Gastrodon and could have Mystical Fire for like opposing Steel types or anything like that. Uh, Serena gets Leaf Guard, Queenly Majesty, and Sweet Veil. Okay, so it is Sweet Veil. Okay, so looking at the team's energies here, um, we got some Dynamax targets, what our physical damage lies, what our special offense lies. This this chart's really cool. So This chart is really, really cool. We've got our Dynamax targets are going to be Corviknight and Budsdale, I'm assuming. Is the Corviknight G-Max or D-Max? I don't think it ever actually says. Uh, if we're Gigantamax, we get Defog on a, on a damaging move. Which that's the is it flying? So no, because we're we're uh, max. Air, we have to be D max for max airstream. Yeah, so we know we are regular. Um, and then Mudsdale does really good just being a Dynamax mod in general. Um, they're also both of our physical attackers, which pretty obvious on its face. Uh, notably, Chandelure is listed as the only actual special attacker. Which notably, you could also include Gastrodon in that, but like. 
Gastrodon is there more as support than actual damage. Um, we have a half a fire water grass core because we don't have a fire type. Well, two thirds. Well, uh, whatever. <laughs> we don't have the grass type. We have our fire. We have our water. But we just there's no need for a grass. Uh, I guess we're Bombi. It like can be like our grass type. Kinda. Like it, it does. Bug is close enough to grass. Yeah, it does. It does the same kind of thing. It just doesn't have a grass type move. Um, we have our fan. Our, we notably have our fantasy uh, style here with uh, well, fairy, fairy, and steel. Yes. <laughs> As which, opposed to Dragon Fairy Steel. Which we don't really... You never really needed the Dragon Core to begin with. You the, the Basically, the Fantasy Core is, do you have an answer to Dragapult? <laughs> yes, because we have Grimmsnarl. And do you, do you have an answer to Dragapult? Do you have an answer to Togekiss? That, that's what I see that core as. Yeah. Uh, we kind of have an Intimidate in Grimmsnarl. Um... With screens and spirit break, which that's that's kind of cool. I wouldn't call that intimidating snarl though. Uh, it's, it's it's better damage re- like it's re- damage reduction. I, I would is what I would I would, li- I would do this as, like list this as damage reduction, and I would have this like hard on Grim Snarl because Grim Snarl actually is doing a better job than intimidating snarl. Um, notably our redirection, um, the. Chandelure is not listed here, which is sort of redirection. Like, I mean, it's an sw- attack. You yeah. Have, yeah, you have to swap into it. Which, I mean, makes sense. Like, I, I actually really like the the Chandelure on this team. I do, too. I, I really do like this team, and I, I would be interested in seeing it, like I said, minus the Rabombi plus Raichu. Yeah. Um, notably, he goes into, I believe this is the next couple slides, um, talks about, like, Exact team breakdowns. Yeah. Uh, talks about his main weaknesses, his main resist, like his main offensive problems, his main defensive things. Uh, like, like we noticed, there's since he doesn't have a grass type, there's no actual way to hit a water type. Which notably, uh, I believe it's his next slide, or we're getting really close. He talks about how. Yeah, here we go. Um, talks about. Relevant meta matchups. So we have Sand, which is Titar, Excadrill. Listed it as favorable because Mudsdale can handle both of them. Mudsdale's the crown type that just wheels them both up. Um, so we have Tokyo's Incineroar, Rotom, Excadrill, Dragapult. Says it's neutral, but it really just depends on Rotom. Um, so. Really, th- this is actually really interesting. I really like this kind of breakdown as well. So, yeah. uh, Tri-Ghost Core says Chandelure is critically important because it can deal with Dragapult, Ferrothorn, uh, but you just really have to watch out for Primarina. Again, it makes sense. Like, Primarina is going to do a lot of damage to not only Chandelure, but also Mudsdale. So, yep. being able to have Gastron to be able to deal with that seems important. Um, I would be interested in seeing how much energy ball does to Primarina. That'd be a good thing to check. Primarina's special defense is naturally high to begin with, so that'd be that'd be a good thing to look at to see how much it is. It also would depend on the Primarina set itself. Uh, Primarina can carry assault vest. Mm-hmm. It's got enough coverage moves that it could you can just slap an assault vest on it and then just 
put the rest, put it max special attack and HP, and just blow people up that way. Um, Gothitelle control, which is technically Durant nonsense. Um, pretty pretty easy to beat that up because you just you, you have deal a, with Durant. I feel like that team falls apart. You, you have a good way to deal with Durant. You kind of need to be able to deal with Melodic, but you have Gash well, on. Interesting note: uh, Chandelier outspeeds Durant. Well, yeah. So we just bang. I was like, that's what, you have to just position against it well. Yep. Uh, and hope that um, they don't just bait you, bait and switch you into just like doing nonsense with Arcanine or something like that. Uh, Dragonpool Colossal. We already know about this one. This is most mostly fabled thanks to Gastrodon. Uh, Gengar Bisharp again. Both with Gengar not having Levitate anymore, they both just get blown up by any ground type move. Yep, which notably they have Togius as well in that core, so being able to just rock fall it as well as just, you know, just get out of here, go away. Uh, Trick Room, you, you do well in Trick Room because you're a slow Pokemon to begin with. Yeah, you don't want to speed swap in that matchup. Yeah, you just set up your screens and then just go out of town. Um, they list Lapras as unfavorable, like Lapras and uh, Conkolder. Like, I mean, that makes sense. Like, it feels hard. Lapras is a problem. Because we don't have a way of brick screens. Like, we don't have a brick break, so they set up their own Aurora Veil, and then you're kind of just sitting there poking each other with for small amounts of damage. Um, his advice is to ignore the Lapras and take out the support. It's hard to take out the support on, Lap on Lapras teams, because, like, it's just... A lot of the support is just there to take damage, and Lapras kind of just reduces the damage they take. Yep. Um, Something I've never understood, and I know this is going to, like, derail for a second, but you have, like, Lapras and Dusclops listed here. I've never understood how you can ally switch with a Dynamax Pokemon out, and how that works, because, like, it, if you think about this logically, if you're playing a game of Pokemon... Your Pokemon is attacking the giant monster behind them. What does your rival, like, your opponent switching sides do? The giant monster is still sitting there in the back. Um, that's the thing. It's like, then the giant, mo the, the giant monster's in the back. And then, then they swap. But it's still in the back. It, for image's sake, yes. But if you were just, like, looking at it in, like, an actual perspective, they'd just swap. At instant, at instantaneous, when the attack would hit, it I hate swap. ally switch. It's stupid and dumb. Give it negative seven <laughs> priority, like trick room, or make it have a a fail safe chance, like like uh, protect does. Uh, notable weaknesses here. Uh, notably, max crit cases on here, which surprises me because we can we can deal with it. Uh, I mean, this logic makes sense. Uh, screens and AV don't help against crits. So they're just able to deal with this. Um, Heat Wave slash Max Flare is able to deal with Corviknight. Again, makes sense. We have kind of a flyer problem there. Um, and, like, Grim Snarl won't last long to set up. Again, makes sense. We don't really need to set up against them anyway because if they are max crit, like, being able to set up doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah, just swagger your own guy, hit that sucker with a rock ball, and hope you can take it out. Um, the notable one here is Moxie Dose, which Raichu actually helps a ton against. Notably, uh, Raichu helps against all these matchups here. Yeah. Being, he has a weakness to water bonds, and Raichu can help that. Like, 
Uh, notably, I don't know the Calc off the top of my head, but like you typically aren't Dynamaxing your Gyarados until you're plus one or plus two. Yeah. Um, so it, well, I say that because I was banned, and I didn't want to lose my choice band. Um, they could be Life Orb, and if they're Life Orb, then, yeah, they're going to go big. Oh, yeah, they're going to go big turn one and blow people up. But Gyarados still has, like, not a lot of defense... And still does not like taking a Thunder or a Thunderbolt from Raichu. No, or a Bolt Tackle. Yeah, or, you know, just pick one. Like, uh, So being able to deal with specifically Gyarados, uh, we can outspeed Togekiss, so like, if we double into Togekiss, we can take care of it. If they redirect us, that's even better. Like, Then they're not attacking us. Then they're not Dynamaxing. The, the one notable thing here is Lapras, which like we have Nuzzle for. And hope to get the para, I guess. Yeah, just hope for hope luck's on your side. Uh, notably, this is Parish Lapras, uh, which definitely uh, can cause problems. Um, Parish Song will just destroy any kind of stall that they're trying to, like this team's trying to do. Yep. Um, again, they say they ignore Lapras while Dynamax and take out the supporting Pokemon, which is hard to do. Um, Like, the minute, like, Lapras' team, it's like the support bonds are there to support Lapras, to get Lapras to where Lapras, uh, to where Lapras can just blow other, up their, your support Pokemon, and then yours down to two, and then Lapras just perish songs, and yep. then they just stall you out. Like, that, that's the goal for Lapras. Like, hard, hard Lapras teams do that, which I played that a lot, and I'm very familiar with that, and I don't see a way that he can easily get around that. Without having la- without having Raichu or something on the team, which I'm not I'm not even sure. It, like Raichu can deal damage to Lapras, but it's Dynamax. Like we're not going to Oko it. No, the nuzzle part, the having to be able to being able to paralyze it is super duper important. Uh, I think we're on the last slide here. Yep. Uh, closing notes here. Um, just going over his team building process here. Uh, he says it took him a while to build, which that's normal for most teams. Coming up with something... He's, it says it's unique. It's not truly unique because we had already seen this, like, months before. But it's it's unique in the sense of, like, the supporting cast. Like, the, the idea even, is there. Even that's not really unique. People were, like, people were already doing that. When I was playing with the Mudsdale stuff, like people were already doing speed swap with Raichu. And, and you know what, what like he that. says here is unique is not playing you know, based on May, which yeah. honestly it's like every team for a month is like right now using Lapras is considered unique because all the Lapras HA starters, is, yeah. all the HA starters have jumped up to the top ten Pokemon. Well, isn't telling that high? <laughs> Wolfie Glick. Uh, of course. He put out a video for 100% Crit Sniper Inteleon. You know, somehow I'm not surprised by that. Because it gets Focus Energy and Machamp, it gets to 100% Crit really fast. Why does it get Focus Energy? Because it's Sniper. Sure, man. They had to give it Sniper, so they needed to give it a way to actually raise its Crit chance because they didn't give it any Crit moves besides Snipe Shot. Is it High Crit? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. High Crit... Can't be uh, redirected. Can't be redirected. Can't be redirected. I, I knew that one. I didn't realize it. Inteleon is actually a big one that 
that's why I stopped playing Mudsdales because Inteleon was starting to see play and Snipeshot was just blowing me up all the time. Huh. Yep. And that's what started me on Inteleon for Collinsville. I remember that rabbit hole. Because you were you were real high on Mudsdale there for a minute. And then just, alright, I'm off this. Let's, Hard let's swap, do something else. Because Inteleon beats me up. Let's, let's, let's play, play Inteleon. Let's play Inteleon. And then I'm like, bruh, let me tell you about... <laughs> Let me tell you about Durant. <laughs> um, so uh, make sure you go follow uh, Kaizen on on Twitter at KaizenVGC. Um, he's a, a very very good player. Like, and I love absolutely love this format. Yeah. Like this kind of format for Team of the Week is awesome. I like More people having, need to do this. I like having long powerpoints. I like powerpoints a lot. And having, like, all this information means I don't have to sit there and guess your EV spread from your team, your pokey paste code. Like, I don't have to sit there and try to guess, like, oh, here's your four moves and your item, but I don't know what your EVs are. I don't know what role you're trying to play. So having all this stuff is really, really nice. For sure. So if you want to look at that PowerPoint, it's going to be down in the show notes as always. Um, if you're on YouTube, it'll be down below the video. So, Rose Tower open number three, if we can get this to, what, there it goes, okay, cool. Cool. Um, so. I see a lot of Togekiss, a lot of Extra Drill, a lot of Dragapult, <laughs> a lot of Incineroar. <laughs> That's like my first immediate thing, I see a Shenotic. Spore. I see a Lucario, That's cool. Justified. Um, I see Lapras with Alchemy and Sand. Um, yeah. Decorate. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I see Trick Room Sun team with Primarina and Titar. Uh, I see Sun plus Titar plus Alolan Ninetales. Hitmontop and Clefable. That's cool. I see Maddie moves back with Lapras Raichu, uh, stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on here. There's a Hydreigon. There's a lot of Clefairy. A lot of Clefairy. There's a Clefable. Yeah, I said that. Did you just miss that? I wasn't that? listening to you. I can tell. <laughs> uh, there's a Sylveon down there. Is there only one Sylveon? Two. There is two. One made top four. Cool. Um, there's a Gigalith. Um, there's Mr. Vish hiding there in the top eight. There is. There is a Vish. That's one I haven't seen in a hot minute. That one's starting to gain popularity again because it makes a good water-type pairing against with um, Max Airstream off of Cinderace. Makes sense. Just go turbo fast. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> like, why run double dragon when you can just run Cinderace, get stabbed flying Airstreams, plus boost your Dracovicious speed to just blow everybody else up? Oh, I was just thinking, because I'm not going to have a Draft League video for this week, people aren't going to know what I'm running. So I don't have to, like, I can hold back my information of what I'm bringing. I've never got to do this. Because <laughs> I was going to talk about my team, but I don't need to because I get to hide information. Yep. So next week, remind me and I'll talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, first place here in the hands of Yuri, uh, Togekiss, Incineroar, Rotom Wash, Excadrill, Clefairy, Dragapult. What do you know about the five of this one? It's the tired. It's the tired group. Yep, tired plus Clefairy. I mean, I, I think Clefairy is a good slot in for that last spot. It is. I, I I like this. I mean, again, like 
we've seen this team a hundred times at this point. At least those five a hundred times. And like Kaferi, a non-zero amount of those times too. So yeah, Pokemon are good. Yeah, they're all really strong. Uh, second place is. The complete opposite, complete opposite of what the first team was. <laughs> Braviary, Ferrothorn, Arcanine, Primarina, Tyranitar, Mimikyu. So, Mons we don't see very often anymore. Except Primarina, Tyranitar. But, like, Arcanine still played. Like, Mimikyu like you see them, played. but you don't see them as much as, like... Yeah, you don't see them compared to, like, Incineroar and Dragapult. Like, we have Braviary. <laughs> Braviary is a good Tailwind Mon. It's good against Sand. It also gets Defiant, so it's good against Incineroar. Yep. Close combat, man. Having close combat makes it break. Why does it get close combat, man? It's a bird. America. Cacaw. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even an eagle. Yeah, it's close. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Going into third place here... There's a a policy on this Titar or this Dragapult, but I don't know which... I would almost assume it is on the Dragapult, um, but it could just be on the T-Tar. Well, if it's on T-Tar, we can also proc it with Excadrill. With Earthquake. Did you did you see that replay that was shared on Showdown uh, the Showdown page on Discord? What day? It was earlier this week. I think Tofu posted it. His opponent set up with Excadrill, like Swords Dance, switched out Togekiss into Tyranitar, and their Excadrill hit Earthquake. <laughs> he won that game. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sylveon on this team means we can give a fairy quick attack to any of the Pokemon that are weak to fairy, and probably probably weakness policy. Uh, I'm expecting this extra drill to be Sandrush or Bold Breaker. Uh, which kind of sucks because we blow up our we can't we like we can't hit opposing Rotoms that way. Notably, if it's Sandrush, that means we aren't hitting our own Rotom if we're earthquaking. Yeah, but we're worried about opposing Rotoms more than our own Rotom. Well, give or take, you know. I I would like to be able to hit uh, hit an opposing Rotom. With- I also would like to, but you because know, I can always pull my Rotom out. <laughs> Look, man, you, you asked, I answered. I got nothing for you. Uh, Weevil Wobs. I follow this person on Twitter now. Uh, got a lot of cool memes, like a lot of memes uh, every once in a while. Has like actual memes, memes or Pokemon point. team memes? Actual memes. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excuse me, I need my phone. Not following for VGC content, more following for <laughs> the memes that I find on Twitter a lot of times. Uh, Alchemy Lapras, Sand, Conkeller, Dusclops. So we've got a lot of cool pairs, which this is pretty similar to what I was playing with my Lapras for May. This is almost a carbon copy of what I was playing in May. I think I just wasn't playing Sand. Which, the Sand the sand part is cool. Uh, I think I just wanted... I had Moldbreaker Extra Drill instead. I don't remember. But it's pretty, pretty close. Actually, I could probably pull it up real quick. I have my Switch sitting here. Uh... Notable things, uh, Alchemy pairs really well with uh, Lapras and T-Tar both. Being able to just, oh, you don't need a weakness policy, you can just decorate. Or if you do have weakness policy, you can go to plus four. And dam- damage calcs go out the window at that point. Uh, 
Uh, also, extra drill could just blow people up, no problem. Yeah, it's really close to what I had started for May. Um, I have four of the same six, and then I have Sableye and Venusaur. I have Sun. Well, I have I have Rain plus Venusaur instead of the Sand stuff. So no, no, glad to know that I was kind of on the right track for the May IC, and I just played the wrong weather team, which not hard to figure out. Uh, fifth place here: Togekiss, Incineroar, Hydreigon. Excadrill, Primarina, Whimsicott. Whimsicott's another Pokemon that's just like fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, unfortunately. I think I think the rise of Cinderace has kind of done that. Yeah, uh, it's being... Also, it's just like prankster taunt hits it. <laughs> oh. It's like, you're, you're, if like everyone's running Whimsicott, you just like, hope you win the speed tie. Good luck. <laughs> I know you were messing around with Whimsicott, uh, Whimsicott Cinderace. Oh no, I, I'm playing it. Okay, okay, so. Do you, do you have your shiny Whimsicott? Uh-huh. That's, that's one you have? Okay. Yeah, Q-tip. <laughs> Level 100 because I had to hyper train it. Same with, uh, the only, the only shiny I haven't had to hyper train was my, my, uh, Sylveon. Because it came out six IV and hidden ability, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, this extra drill is most likely. Well, if it is Mold Breaker, we're hitting our Hydreigon, but that's fine. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, it could be Mold Breaker with high horsepower instead of Earthquake. Yeah. Which, if so, then that's fine. Yeah. Uh. Second, the next place team here is sixth place. Uh, Togekiss, Rotom, Tyranitar, Lucario, Dragapult, Mimikyu. You said beat up justified immediately, like jumps to mind because both uh, Dragapult and I think Mimikyu both get beat up. Does Tyranitar? I don't think so. You wouldn't want stab beat ups anyway. <laughs> well, it's only stab for one hit. Yeah, but um, also the other lead is. Inner focus, so you don't. So you're both. You're both immune to fake out. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if you're going for beat up, you're immune anyway because you're dynamaxing. Yeah, but you're also just like you're not the fastest thing in the world. True. You would, you would rather dynamax your dragapult. Dragapult's going to be able to get its hit off before anything else. Other plus, like, there's no way to protect your Lucario outside of that. Because you can't give it a focus sash. <laughs> yeah. You could. It's not going to do anything. I would not recommend it, but you could. Okay, how does... Uh, uh, no, the, the, the berries that reduce damage are only for super effective hits. Yep. I was going to say, like, we could put on the dark berry and take this... <laughs> speed up even better. No, you, what you're worried about is Excadrill Sand Rush. Yeah, that one's real fast. High horsepower, I think, can KO. If you're a high horsepower, high horsepower Life Orb can KO D Max Macario. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that I think that KOs Dynamax uh, high max attack max speed Macario. But we have four into HP. That's <laughs> enough. 7th um, place here, uh, Whimsicott, Incineroar, Dracovish, Lapras, Kinkelder, uh, Dusclops. This Dracovish is going real fast. 
That looks like it's the goal here. You either pair Dracofish with the Fake Out Mon and hope to blow people up, or you pair Dracofish with Tailwind and definitely blow everybody up. <laughs> I want to do Dracofish stabilize things. That's a thing you can do. A lot That's, of things. A lot of people do that. Did that with Dracozolt. I can see it. Aren't they like speed type though? Don't they have the same speed stat? Quash is pretty. No, I'm, I'm talking about Dracofish and Dracozolt. No, we've already been over this for like the tenth time. I'm <laughs> pretty sure they're speed type. They're not. One's eighty five. One's seventy five. Dracozolt is seventy five. Uh, Dracofish is eighty five. Don't mind me. I'm just gonna go fact check you. I really hope I'm right. So I, don't I, I want to go pull up the podcast episode right <laughs> so I can just like put it on loop for you. <laughs> just if I'm wrong, I just want you to like link that in in like the video. Draco, you're wrong. They're both seventy five. Really? Yep. <laughs> for once, I was right about something. <laughs> I'm sure we talked about this already, and one was. Nope, they are both 75. One, uh, Dracovish has 90 attack. Dracozolt has 100 attack. That's not the number. There's an 85 and a 75 somewhere. Um, there's a 70 and 80. And that's their special attack. That's not what we're talking about either. That, that's it. Those are the differences. Um, their defenses are also 10 apart. Whereas Dracozolt is uh, more offensive, Dracofish is more defensive, with 180 in defenses, compared to 90 and 70. Uh, next team here, Shenotic, Venusaur, Charizard, Gastrodon, Alolan, Ninetales, and Raichu. Raichu's clapping. Ninetales feels weird. Ninetales feels real weird on this team, especially... Like, I guarantee this is a Focus Sash, right? You could be AV, but it's probably Focus Sash. Which, if it is, like, Hill's just breaking our own Focus Sash, and that's weird. Um, Shenotic does weird things when you pair it with Strength Sap and Spore, and... It's real slow, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, real slow? I think 35? It's 35? It's below it's 30. I'm going to say it's below oh. 40. I know that. It is slow. I just don't know how slow. Wait, do we have Shiftry in this game? Yeah. Why do I not know these things? I'm surprised you couldn't figure it out because we had Lotad. Well, that doesn't mean anything. They broke, they broke, like, pairings before. Name one. Excuse me while I go look at the Pokédex. <laughs> What pairings like that did we not get where they had one and the other? Um, <laughs> hold on. Because that's like, that's the thing is like, C-Dot's in one, Lotad's in the other. We have Butterfree but no B-Drill. That wasn't a version exclusive though like this one, these ones are. That... Not, that's, like uh, that's not even considered the same thing. Okay, so we're talking version exclusive. Yeah, that's what that is. Is One was in one, one's in the other. They didn't split any of those apart. If they had one, the other one has it. So we have Growlithe and Arcanine. Full picks and Ninetales. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is We have those. Um, 
Um... <laughs> Don't mind us. We're, we're off on a tangent here. <laughs> Look, you started this, okay? Um, you keep reading. I'm gonna fly through these teams here. Uh, Ninth place, Togekiss, Incineroar, Lapras, Extradrill, Dragapult, Dusclops. Dragapult, I guess, is our go-fast on this one. Probably like, like Tailwind Lapras is also okay. Like, I mean, we're real slow, but it's okay. Where's Tailwind on that team? Oh, we're we're not... Wait, what? I thought we were talking about the Dracovish team. No, we, we talked about this one. We're on this one. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Dracovish team. No! Talking about the weird I'm Dracovish. not going to lie, I kind of forgot we moved on to the next team. <laughs> I was still on my Dracovish thing because I was right for once. <laughs> uh, Toby Kiss, Incineroar, Lapras, Extra Drill, Dragapult, Dusclops. Okay, see, I heard Lapras and Dusclops, so I was kind of right. <laughs> they always are paired together. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Quit bullying me on uh, here. 10th place, Ferrothorn, Primarina, Gigalith, Hatterene, which is most likely G-Max, and our actual, like, one of our big damage sources. Uh, Dusclops and DD Female, pretty standard Trick Room stuff. Um, notably not using Rhyperia and using Gigalith instead. Uh, Gigalith sets on sand, so it gets, like, a bonus buff. Uh, carries weakness policy really well, can carry Assault Vest very well, um, but I'd almost expect Assault Vest to be on the Ferrothorn and Gigalith to have the weakness policy. Which policy is fine because we're going to uh, bulldoze into it. Aqua Jet into it, bulldoze into it. There's a lot of things we can do here. I wonder how much it takes from Aqua Jet. From Primarina? Not a lot. Oh, because we're, we're Mono Rock. We're not rock ground. Yep, just two times weakness. Hmm. Plus, we already have a, a very bulky defense to begin with, mm-hmm. so Aqua Jet doesn't do a whole lot. And, like, we're min-attack Primarina, too. Yep. Um, which, if you're listening to Pokemon Company, I want my god dang rusty bottle caps. Give it time, man. I uh, want it. Okay, so how many of the A-Drive videos have you listened to about, like, Things that need added in the DLC. Oh, I know. No, okay, we're so, on the same page with that. <laughs> Tiff and I were driving around yesterday before we were moving, and just like we had this on, just like yeah, we covered that one. Oh yeah, we covered that one. Just like I'm pretty sure he listens to you and he steals your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh, he's he's been around way longer than we have, and he's way more popular on YouTube. So if he is. Cool, I'll take it. Yeah, that's like the biggest form of flattery, period. <laughs> but can you credit us? <laughs> no, uh, a lot of people have the same ideas about yeah, that stuff. Exactly. Like, these these are all ideas that we've had and other people have had. And, you know, it's, it's pretty common thought process on some of these. Uh, next team's Sun plus Sand plus Ice plus Clefable. Well, see, there's also a hit on top in there, which doesn't fit on any of the three weathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need we need to intimidate, and we need to fake out, and that covers both. <laughs> it does, in fact, cover both. Uh, also, is really good against opposing sand because close combat hits like a truck. Um, uh, what is Tyranitar's base speed? Do you know? I'm assuming hit on top outspeeds it. Tyranitar's eighty, I believe. Sixty or eighty, one of the two. I'm assuming. Hip on top is faster than it. 
Maybe. Like, do we need to be max speed to out? Out speed is my thing. Depends on how much they put into T-Tar. Let's see here. Find in page. Tyranitar is base 61 speed. So it's like a 6 between 60 and 80. It's that weird number. Hitmon top is base 70. So yeah, so it actually depends on how much speed they put in yep. your Uh Because I'm assuming Mach Punch is not enough. Like, Technician Mach Punch, if we want to give up... It, Mach Punch is enough from Conkeldor to KO a month, once in a while, depending on what, how they invest, but if the Tyranitar is... But you also gotta think, Conkeldor has way higher attack than him yeah. on top. But it's also doing it with base 40. With 40 power. True. But if you we're doing it. Technician, then we're giving up Intimidate. Yeah. So Which that could be the play. I doubt it. I don't know. I also get Sucker Punch. We can deal an absolute ton to Dragon Ball. Also gets Bullet Punch. I am aware. I have ran full priority Dragon uh, <laughs> Full priority Assault this top. Let's go. <laughs> you think I'm joking. Uh, Clefable on here is weird. Clefable in general is weird. <laughs> don't don't just don't leave it to just this team. It's a weird mod. Uh, moving on. Uh, next team is Hard Trick Room Sun plus Tyranitar and Primarina. I would almost be uh, not surprised at all if this T-Tar is actually unnerved. I could see it. We were. I was looking through the May IC stuff when we were talking about it mm-hmm. when it came out, and unnerved T Tar. There was a lot more unnerved T Tar than I thought there was going to be. <laughs> it's hidden ability, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sure, man. Um, next up, uh, Incineroar, Togekiss, Rotom, Wash, Excadrill, Dragapult, the Fairy. Hey, uh, this is the winning team. Hey, look at that. Cool. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> uh, Ferrothorn, Rotom, Heat. Very, very Pokemon we don't see that. For a very, very Rotom form we don't see very often. Uh, Gyarados, Tyranitar, Dragapult, Mimikyu. I miss Rotom Grass. Rotom Frost. <laughs> I raise you an Ice Electric type. Oh, wait. We have Arctozole. <laughs> Let's play with that. You do that... Okay. Um, can we get Slush Rush already? Like, I want his, I ability, want his ability fossils so like, can you bad. Imagine how much better Dragable, I mean, uh, Dracovish gets when it has Sand Rush. Does it though? We lose Strong Jaw. We're still got Vicious Ren people. But we lose Strong Jaw. We now are faster than Dragapult? So we can yes. crunch them. Yes. With Choice Band. Yes. Is that enough to Elko? Probably. But that's the that's the thing that was we, we were losing Strong Jaw. Hmm. So we have to go. We almost have to go Band or Life Orb now. I mean, previously we had to be Scarf though. I'd rather be super duper fast and locked in than have to be banded and. Or life form. And so super duper fast and locked in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gyarados, 
can be Moxie or Intimidate on this team. It can be either or. I love Moxie Dose. I think... <laughs> Mr. I'm working on Crocodile back here. Quit giving away my secrets. <laughs> if, if, if anybody listened to last week's episode, it, it's no secret. But uh, 15th place team in the hands of Maddie Moo is his tried and true Lapras core of Raichu, Lapras, uh, Conkeldor, Dusclops, Incineroar, Mimikyu. This is pretty much the same six he's been playing with for a while. It's a really strong six. I can I can guarantee you, like this is six, this six is very strong. Um, it is really meta dependent though on like how well you do. If everyone's got good answers to Lapras, then you don't do as well. Also, if they have good answers to Kinkelder, you don't do as well. Kind of just how it works. Do when was this from? When was this tournament? Was this last week? I think it was a while ago. This is a couple weeks ago. Okay, so this is before we got hidden building starters. Yes. Cool. This is why you don't see any of them. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because we haven't seen a single starter in this. Yeah, that's, that's not true. We've seen a lot of Incineroar and lots of Primarinas. Yes. Lots of Charizard, lots of Venusaur. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but that's why that's why there is none of the hidden ability starters. I believe this was from three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Somewhere in there? I don't know, man. Um, I just show up and you hit notably record. Notably, the team of the week top cut this uh, team, top cut this, but we only have top 16. Uh, yeah, they top 32, didn't they? Uh, I should have pulled up. I think you already closed it. Come on, man. It's hard to find it again. I know, you had to, like, scroll up and hit a button. I believe that they said something about... Okay, apparently that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. I don't know what you did any different that time, but okay. Uh, I went and directly opened the link because Discord is weird. They topped 32 the the open. Okay. Interesting. At 4 and 3. So, not necessarily cut, but they were just outside top cut. Yeah, they were went off. Yeah. Uh, last team here, Togekiss, Chandelure, Rotom Wash, Conkeldur, Sylveon, and Dragapult. That one's holding a policy. I'm about to say, are we sure this Conkeldur isn't holding a policy? That's a thought you haven't had yet, have you? <laughs> Mock punch from a plus two Conkeldur. Because we're going off first. Uh-huh. Our quick attack is going off first. That is, um... There's a thought... I've never thought about that. Now I am so excited <laughs> to do this. I'm glad that I've piqued your interest. Excuse me, I need to open showdown. Not right now. We got bigger fish to fry. More importantly, a giveaway. Yeah, we have a we have a giveaway that for those that have been listening for about a month now, I think a couple weeks, three weeks. Um, we have like our. Um, Expansion. I couldn't think of the word. The, the DLC. DLC giveaway. Yeah, so um, we did all this off air, and we have our three winners um, with a $10 gift card. We are going to Tofu and King Blub X. And more importantly, the Expansion Pass winner is going to Sam I Am. 
So, uh, for those listening, make sure you uh, message Carl on Discord um, at musical hashtag numbers because Discord. Um, he he will handle all that. He's doing all his things because he's in charge. I just show up and record. Um, I will direct message you at the end of the day Monday. If you have not gotten back to me by the end of the day Tuesday, I will redraw your cards. That is the rule. Just saying, if you want your free stuff, get a hold of Carl. Yep. Contact me. DM me. Tag me on Twitter. Let me know. DM him on Twitter. Like, let me know you're alive so I can give you this stuff. If you don't, if you don't get back a hold, get back a hold of me on, by Tuesday, which would be tomorrow. Well, tomorrow uh, yeah, when the uh, yeah, okay. uploaded. <laughs> don't get back with me by the end of the day tomorrow. I will redraw your card and hand it out, uh, probably on stream Wednesday. Because I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure those who uh, haven't got their DLC definitely want to. So yeah. So cool. I think that's everything. Giveaways done. Talked about an open that happened like three weeks ago that has no merit on anything anymore. Yeah, especially because the meta shifts dynamically around it. Like yep. me and you were talking before, we're just like, man, I really want to play with all the new stuff, but we can't because Showdown's not updated. Plus, we don't know everything that's coming out. But I want to play, but I don't want to play in dead format. <laughs> like so. I, I'm playing with HA starters. Like on showdown for like trying like find a June team to get to master ball with, and I have it like EV train. I just need to get all the Pokemon leveled up and evolved for on um, for cart to play with it, and I just don't have the drive to right now because the DLC comes out next week, oh this week and whatnot. But I need to get my shiny Oddish done so I can get my shiny Azumarill started. Shiny Draugi. You can have it. I- it is so pretty. It's a shiny that exists, yes. <laughs> better than Polyrath. It's not better than Toad. No, Toad's good. <laughs> Toad's is real good. Those are uh, those are my two that I like for sure want to get. From Toad the for sure. Like Toad is on my like, list. Toad is so playable too. I'm excited to just rain team. Let's go. The problem is, like, I don't know what nature of Toad I want. And, like, I know I could, you know, mint it or whatever, but like. It's so much easier to breed for it. Probably careful or calm. Yeah. Whichever, one, whichever one's minus attack plus special defense. Is it careful? That's careful. No. Is that bold? Bold is minus attack plus defense. Oh, it's defense. Okay. Uh, I think it's calm is minus attack plus special defense. I think that's what it is. Because Incineroar is careful because it's minus special attack plus special defense. That's how I remember it because that's what Incineroar, that's my Incineroars are. Uh, and... It, quiet? Plus special attack minus speed. I know brave. Plus attack minus speed. I don't know my defense ones. Like, the the other ones, I know. Uh, bold is minus attack plus defense. Uh, impish is minus special attack plus defense. I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't know impish was a thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> Relaxed is plus defense minus speed. speed, and then no one plays the plus special defense minus special defense because it's not necessary. Yeah, like you, the minus defense ones are just real bad. Yeah, you don't really worry about them too much. I think the only time you ever run those is on like mix sweepers, 
which are pretty few and far between anymore. Like Dragapult's like the biggest one right now. It'd be, it'd be a mixed sweeper. But like even still, you don't really see a mixed sweeper set 99% of the time. No, it's just easier to focus on one. Yep. Especially because his move pool is so wide. Mm-hmm. Dragapult's obnoxious. Can't wait till we get a good answer. Which, we have quite a few coming. We have quite a few now. Yeah, but, like, even more. Yeah, I know. I think, I think that's a big problem with, like, where the meta is right now. Is it is just so congested of, like, these are the best mons. Like, you have to have, like, you have to have one of Dragapult, Togekiss, Primarina, Excadrill, Incineroar, Tyranitar. Excadrill. Oh, you said Excadrill. I was listening, I promise. Like, you have to have one of them, and if you don't have one of them, your team usually doesn't function very well. Like, actually looking through this, I don't think there's a single team on this list that doesn't have one of those. Um, there's the top eight team. Eighth place doesn't yep. have any of them, but it's also really weird. Eighth place is real weird. Uh, ninth place has... Excadrill and Dragapult and Incineroar and Togekiss. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like four of the six. 10th maybe. place has Primarina. Uh, 11th place has Titar. 12th place has Titar and Primarina. 13th has four of them. Five. Five, if you want to yeah, count. If, if you, you want to count Rotom Tom. Wash as your other Watermon to play, you have to play. Uh, 15. Uh, yeah, I think there's literally one. <laughs> Yeah, it's, the, it's that one. <laughs> Just the 8th place team. Just the 8th place team doesn't have one of those six months, six or seven months that you have to play. And that's, it, it that's shows. The, it shows that why they're really good, because they're, they're just, they pop up all the time. And that's one reason I'm really excited for the DLC, is just like expanding out the Pokédex, giving us more viable options, just be able to play with some more stuff. This is cool, because like if we had national decks, we'd have already locked in like the top... like. 50 mons that are really, really good at this point in time of the meta. But, Carl, Dexgate. No, here's here's the cool part, is because we get all these new Pokemon because it's a DLC. But, Carl, they're making us pay for it. So? You'd have paid for it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that people are like, like, the whole idea of, we need national decks. We need. Why are we paying for DLC? Because it's DLC. It's like, extra time and investment that they made to put things in the game. But one of my favorite rants is why do we have to pay for home? Because if you want it, it's a luxury. Like it's a luxury expense. You don't have to have it. To yeah, play you don't have home. to have home. You uh, a buddy of mine uh, has home, does not pay for it. And he just wanted to transfer all his Pokemon from Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee to home. That's all he wanted to do. And bring him to his Sword and Shield game. And the 30 Pokemon he has in a box, he just did it box by box. Whatever he could bring into Sword and Shield, he did. And whatever didn't, just got left in the box. And the rest is just sitting on Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. He didn't have to pay for anything. He got to use it for what he wanted for. And that's that. One of the other big arguments I really hate is we need Megas back. No. Please don't. I I know we have talked about this a ton. I don't and want Megas. Keep the legendaries out. And I don't I don't want to deal with Kyogre Groudon. Yeah. None of that. Which I love I love my Gen 3 legendaries. I just don't want to deal with them. I think we're getting it next year. I, I really do. That's the cycle that we've had 
So every other year, we have selective decks, national decks with, with Ubers. Is the way it's gone the last Well, we're not going to have actual national decks, but... We could. We're at 400 right now, and that's with our new Pokemon we have. We need to get another 500 Pokemon in the game. We have a DLC. Yeah, that's going to add 100. Maybe. No, no, we, we confirmed <laughs> how many. They confirmed for us. Yeah, they but, told us but, it's 100 plus. It's but what plus if one. they lied? I doubt that. <laughs> we have 100 plus for Isle of Armor, and we have 100 plus for Crown Tundra. That only gets us to 600 plus. Plus? That's another 300 Pokemon we gotta cram in here somehow. Not to mention, we haven't even gotten, like, Meltan or Melmetal. Please don't. I just... Like, period. Like, the best way, the only way you can get this Pokemon is through Pokemon Go after you do something with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Like, how are, we, how are people supposed to get Meltan if they don't want to, if they don't have Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Well, you see, you get on home and trade your... Can't! It's it is a mythical. You can't do that, sir. I've been looking for a Melmetal forever. So you put your legendary up for trade, and no. you can trade for a Melmetal. You wish? I didn't think people were going to accept it. No, you actually can't select it. Oh, I thought you could trade for... Nope. Mm. It's not an optional... It's not in the thing. Awkward. It is not an option. Oh, man. I'm ready to get out of here. You and me both, man. I have a house to go unpack. This is actually, like, we're actually getting done early. I'm not, I'm not going home and unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually getting done really early for what we normally do. For sure. Like, a whole hour and a half. We're normally done, like... Yeah, we're normally walking home, you know, walking out at, like, midnight. Yeah, no, we got, a, we got like, two and a half hours still. Get us out of here. Alright, so for those who are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit pound that like button, hit the bell to get notifications when new videos go live, because we always have stuff going up between my Let's Play, our Draft League videos, all kinds of stuff. So, um, if you have an idea for additional content of what you want to see, let us know. You know, we're always looking for suggestions of, of what people like. Make sure you leave that comment down in the in the comment section down below. And let's see, for those who are not listening on YouTube, make sure you go follow us on YouTube, do all that stuff, like, subscribe, tweet us, tweet at us saying, hey, we're following you on YouTube now, you know, just all that stuff. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, myself at Cardinal25, Carl at Musical underscore 33, and the podcast at LR Lessons as well. Um, let's see. We'll be live on Twitch probably on Wednesday, bar barring you getting your desk and internet set up. My desk will be in on the 16th, which is Tuesday? Tuesday. So, hopefully. Spend Tuesday night getting put together. <laughs> I had to go home and put my internet together. That's not hard. Yeah, it's really not. It's plug the modem in, plug the router in, ta-da. Yay! Um, yeah, get, we'll, we'll probably be live Wednesday morning, probably talking with each other on Discord, playing through the game. That'll be fun. Unless Tiff has other plans, which I'm going to cancel those right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hard stop. <laughs> like, babe, I don't think you understand. Pokemon. <laughs> yep. Uh, I plan on taking the whole playthrough and just breaking it up for YouTube at some later point. 
Yeah, sure. Do your so thing. That sounds like a fun, like it's easy for a thing for me to just edit and just like blah, a bunch just of slap episodes. it up there. Yeah, a bunch of episodes out in a row. They're like over the course of like a month and a half. Um, congrats got, to all the winners. Oh yeah, congrats, guys. Uh, um, make sure you get a hold of Carl. I know a lot of you have been following us for quite a while at this point, and our community has continued growing and. If you like this kind of stuff, we're more than welcome. You know, we're more than willing to continue doing stuff for you all. If you all keep doing stuff for us, so I love our community, man. It's great. Yeah, it's real fun. A whole lot of fun having having sixty plus people to go talk to about you know literally anything. Yeah, just anything. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, Legends of Terra took off, and like I know we have a handful of people playing that now on Discord, and just like um, it's awesome. We talked about some other random nonsense the other day. Um, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head now. I know when uh, Paper Mario got spoiled, we had like me and you, a and bunch of like, people excited about that. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. You know, so you know, like we, I, it's just great, man. I literally just can't even put into words how how awesome our community is. Yeah. So, y'all are great. Keep being great. We'll keep being here. I think we're getting out of here. Yep. I'm done. I'm done gloating about everybody now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a good one. Peace.